Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Sal Capaccio. 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 On WGR. Expecting a big week for Bills news, or at least news around the league, and all that affects the Bills. Sal Capaccio joins us. On the Western Hotline, his appearance brought to you by New York's only outlet liquor. When it's time to stock up, it's the best place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Jeremy White and Jody Biasi and Mr. Sal Capaccio. Good morning, Sal. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing all right. Doing all right. Uh, you know, back to it on a Monday and a big week. It is dark out. It is dark out, yes. Uh, we're we're fueled by the light of Matt Milano's contract. I don't know. Um, you, <laughs> I like it. I like you, it. you were kind of on this, Sal, right? Like this is something you had tweeted about and written about that Milano as an extension candidate was something that might happen for the Bills uh, as a way to, you know, two birds, one stone, right? You you lock him up a little longer. There's plenty to like. And it does create cap space in the short term. Yeah, I had heard a little bit that maybe, you know, that could be something they would look at. But it makes sense, right? It makes sense that, um, you know, that, Matt would be one of these candidates, even though it was a little bit off the radar, because if you actually examine his contract, he had two years remaining and he had two void years. And the way void years work, so everybody knows, is basically a team says, okay, we're going to sign you to a two-year contract, put two void years in, means you're under contract for the two years, then you're not anymore after that, but the team is still going to pay out for two more years after that to spread the money out, even though you're not on the team. So it's obviously cost... It's costly for the team to do it, but you're doing it because you're trying to win now, basically. So if you look at his contract, you say, okay, he's got two more years, two void years. What's the best way to do it? Well, turn those void years into actual years under contract. Then you can feel much more comfortable about giving him more money and spreading that money out even more into those years. So to me, that's just made a lot of sense on what they could do with the contract. And he's a really good player, right? I mean, the question really comes down to and came down to, I think, did Matt Milano want to be a free agent in two years at the age of 30 or sign that extension essentially. And then he's locked up through the age of, well, he'll be 32 that off season, really hampering his ability to you know hit free agency again. And, you know, that's a tough decision I think for any player, but ultimately it looks like Matt Milano decided I'm going to stay in Buffalo. And guys, I was thinking about this. Matt Milano plays out this contract. 
he'll be a bill for 10 years. He already has a first-team All-Pro on his resume. Like, this is a this could be a legacy all-time type of Buffalo Bills player if he plays out this contract for 10 years at a Bills, in a Bills uniform the way he's been playing, which I think is pretty remarkable. Yeah, I, I just kind of mentioned to Joe in passing, I think he's a Wall of Famer if he's 10 years at that position on a team that's, he might be. That's, so, that's so good. So one thing I brought up is a, a question. I mean, it's something to watch. Joe had said... That McDermott has been asked before about him moving to the middle linebacker spot. That's that's the first part. The other part, of course, is how this affects Tremaine Edmonds, and that we've not frequently seen Matt Milano in an Edmonds-less defense. So um, how about the tandem that they are? Because Milano is no doubt staying, and do you think this, this kind of gets everyone ready for Edmonds is definitely on the way out? So let's start with you know moving Matt. Um, I've, I saw a lot of this yesterday, and I actually had some back and forth with some fans about it because I I don't see the Bills doing it. I wouldn't rule it out completely. I don't think it's impossible. I don't see them doing it, and the reason to me is even though the game has changed, it has changed, and your middle linebacker is more now <clears throat> a sideline-to-sideline side type player like Tremaine Edmonds. You're not talking about the old throwbacks, you know, Mike Singletary, even Ray Lewis, guys like that. You, know, you still need a really good athlete, and Matt could fit that profile. I do think you'd be taking him away from what he does best, and that is allow him to not have to – that he can still go sideline to sideline. He doesn't have to take on the middle of the field, be a plugger more often, go up and down, you know, downhill. You know, he's not the biggest guy. He's six foot two, 225. Um, you can play middle linebacker <clears throat> as a smaller player. We've seen people do that, London Fletcher, people like that. But you're taking more punishment as well. I just don't think that's something the Bills are interested in doing. Now – could it happen? Sure. I'm not telling you Matt Milano can't play Mike. What I'm telling you is I think if you move him to Mike, you're essentially then what are you going to do at Will? You're taking one of the best Will linebackers in the league and putting him in another position. It doesn't make sense to me. So I don't think that that, that they're going to do that. But you never know, especially if they lose Tremaine Edmonds. Um, Now, maybe that's part of the plan. Okay, we lose Tremaine. We can do this. I think the Bills are still interested in keeping Tremaine Edmonds. I think, though, that Tremaine Edmonds and his agent are going to see what the market holds, and he's going to get some pretty massive offers. Then from there, it's going to be up to, okay, well, here's as far as we go, as far as high as we want to go, um, and then it's up to him. Do you want to do that or not? And I I think the Bills will try to retain Tremaine Edmonds, but the closer this gets to today and then Wednesday, obviously, I think chances become less and less likely because I just think the price will become too high, especially considering the things that I've read from a lot of people uh, nationally who've you know, spoken to some of the GMs and personnel to say that he could be the, the, the top-paid linebacker on this market. I just want to throw in on the idea of Milano moving. It just doesn't seem like it's the kind of thing you'd do after giving an extension. Wouldn't You would want to see it right. before you pay it more money for a longer term. So I guess, like you said, you, you wouldn't rule it out. Too, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't rule it out. If they had to do it in a pinch, I feel like that means that something else went wrong and they would probably pretty quickly want to get him back to where he normally is. So, like you said, you can't rule it out. I just don't think it's possibly plan A. No, and and let's just let's play this out for a second. Let's say you did it and it didn't work out the way you wanted. Now and now, now what did you do at will too, right? Like now all of a sudden, mm-hmm. well, who's your And then uh, that's that's the first question anyway. Let's say you move Matt Milano to Mike linebacker. Who's the weak side linebacker? Who's who's his replacement? I mean, you're replacing a first team all-pro. You're going to get worse there in some capacity. I mean, is there somebody out there you think you could sign and could be that guy. I, I don't know. Is Levante David coming in to play that? So, so I think that, again, 
it's kind of like I like to compare it to basketball sometimes, which is if you have a point guard and a shooting guard and one of them is playing the position they're not normally used to, then the other one is also weak. But once you put one of them in their proper position, then everybody flows a little bit better. So I just don't see it. Right. That That's the best reason not to do it, right? It's not that Milano, we, we don't know whether or not he could do it at a high level. It's if you do that and then four games in decide – Okay, we want to put him back at the will linebacker, but oh crap, we signed this guy to eight million per year and we like him. Yeah. Now we have two will linebackers and we don't have two spots for him. Yeah, so I, I just as I sit here yeah. today, I do not see this happening. But I know it's been a debate yesterday from a lot of Bills fans and I, I appreciate the thought because I do think the game has changed enough where I do think Matt could do it. I don't think he'd be as good there as he is at Will Linebacker, and I think he'd be deficient at two spots. So I guess you already kind of said this a little bit, but even though Milano clears up space on the short term, you think it's less likely the Bills would bring Edmonds back because of how much money would be tied up in that position long term? It's a good question, Joe. I mean, you know, now you now it's a little more palatable, though, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, you always want to look at money allocation, how much money is going to each position, and that seems like a lot of money to allocate to that position. But now... It's a little bit easier because you could take some off Milano as far as, you know, how much money you're paying him. And by the way, reports are um, that he got $14 million in new cash. I believe Adam Schefter and Elena Getzenberg and I think uh, Aaron Wilson. And I apologize if other people reported that, uh, but I want to make sure I give credit. I believe they all reported it was $14 million in new cash for Matt Milano. Um, we don't know exactly what his cap hit is this year, but this is obviously a reason to do that. But that'll clear about $6 million, I think, is how um, some of these reports have put it so far. Uh, I do think that it would be tough still to allocate that much money, Joe, to that position. I, I do think also that the Bills really want Tremaine Edmonds to stay if they can, because this is the poster child for draft, develop, retain a first round pick. You know, this is the first guy. This is the first real, real good player, solid player that the Bills under this regime would have drafted and lost to free agency. I don't think there's been anybody else, right? They've traded guys. They, you know, they, they, they've drafted guys and traded them. They've drafted guys and they're not on the team anymore. How many guys have they drafted since Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott, and Brandon Bean have been here? How many guys have they drafted, really became good, solid players, and then left via free agency? I don't think there has been one, to be quite honest. So this would be the first one, and that's going to happen. Um, so I do think they'd be interested in doing that. But yeah, the asset allocation is always something you have to think about now, especially long term, uh, because... I think Tremaine at his age is going to get a pretty, you know, a nice size deal and for obviously several years. Sal Capaccio on the Wester Hotline. You can give us a call, 803-0550. The rest of the defense, Sal, you know, we talked about maybe extension candidates and um, here's Milano getting his. Ed Oliver's name comes up a lot. He's about to play in the fifth-year option. And, you know, Sal, sometimes I'm hearing conversations about trade candidate and others it's what if they extended him. And I don't know if you've got a, a real feel on the plan for Ed Oliver and what they could do on the defensive line. I, I don't want to say they'd love to get out from under him. That might be a little too strong. But I really do not see him as an extension candidate right now. And even if he had a monster season, then he'd be priced out. Like, I, I think my, my betting money, I'd be on this is Ed Oliver's last season and most roads point to him leaving. Yeah, I can't see an extension coming for Ed Oliver this offseason. The best scenario here would be for both the team and player 
for him to just have a great 2023, as you just mentioned. He's on the books right now for close to $10.8 million. That is guaranteed to Ed Oliver this year. When they extended Ed Oliver, I'm sorry, extended, when they exercised his fifth-year option two off-seasons ago, I don't think it was a bad call, guys, right? I mean, he was third year. He was starting to really flash and show, okay, he's going to start to, this is a guy that you want to keep in the fold. Um, I don't think it was a bad call at all. I think what's happened, though, is now you get to this point, and you're like, hmm, maybe if you could go back and know what he's been the last two years, maybe it's not the call you would have made, right? But those, the, I, I don't blame them at the time for doing it. Um, it's a bit of a problem. The problem is because, you're guaranteeing him $10.8 million. So if you don't want him on the team because you think it's that's too much, well, you can't get rid of him. You can't, you can't cut him because you're still paying $10.8 million. He's not on the roster. He's also a good player. He's a good player, and he does flash. He's, he's, not, a, he's not a bum, right? I mean, this guy can play. It's just I think he's been a little bit too inconsistent. So you'd love to have him on the team, but he hasn't produced enough, I think, to necessarily justify that. Then if you say, okay, well, how about trading him? Well, you got to have a trade partner, even if you tried to trade him. You have to have a team that's willing to take on his one-year, $10.8 million guaranteed salary. And even if that team feels, maybe we can get an extension. I don't know. Our, our teams, I think most teams would be in the same boat as the Bills. So I think this is a tricky one for the Bills. And I think just like you said, Jeremy, I think just what's going to happen here is he's going to play. He's going to play on his fifth-year option. It's going to be $10.8 million. And the player would have every incentive to play as best as he can because he's hitting free agency next year. And obviously that would only benefit the Bills. If he had a monster season too, they could always franchise tag him, right? But doesn't yes, it feel that's right. it doesn't it feel like how would Oliver get to an extension with this team? Wouldn't he have to have a monster year this year? They tag him and then have another monster year before they would give him a long-term deal? Probably right, Joe. Probably right. So, at this point, you look at um, you know, I looked I have a chart out that I retweeted out yesterday because of Milano's extension, and it has when everybody's contract ends, like in what offseason. So 2024, obviously, you have Gabe Davis. That's a year from now. Gabe Davis, you have um, Ed Oliver, obviously, and then like Tyler Bass is one. Micah Hyde is one. Um, you push that out into 2025. They have quite a few guys uh, coming up that year. Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morse, Greg Rousseau, but he does have a fifth-year option. Taron Johnson, right? These are players. So you push them out to that year, I don't even know, because I think it's starting to get tricky overall. And you're right. You'd probably have to do that. So you're probably looking at Ed Oliver right now being in the um, in the category next year of hey this is probably a guy they're going to lose in the offseason as a free agent. But you could yeah you could franchise tag him. In fact, I'll say this: they don't have a lot of guys right now that you would think would be franchise tag candidates unless they don't sign Gabe Davis to an extension and he blows up. Right, that could happen. Or Tyler Bass, and you know you want to franchise him, so it could happen. But right now, it doesn't feel like it. Sal Capaccio joining us. You can give us a call at 803-0550. Sal, when it comes to legal tampering and free agency, do you have any names that you like a lot that are, that are fits for mm-hmm. this team, whether they are expected to have been available or just on the market now? You know, the receiver conversation has been one we've had a lot. Um, offensive line, whether it's Taylor Lewan or Nate Davis, both of the Titans, Ben Powers of the Ravens. Do you have any names that you're kind of targeting? There are there are uh, quite a bit of wide receivers you could look at and say, does he fit? There's not that top-end guy, right? But I keep looking at that group and going, okay, I would love Jacoby Myers in Buffalo. I think we all would. But, guys, I, from everything you're hearing, he's going to be 
really getting paid a lot. He's going to be the next one that gets a monster contract, and there's a lot right. of how come that guy got that much. And I think it's because he's not. It's not a secret around the league that he's pretty good. This year's Christian Kirk, a little maybe? bit. Like yeah. it's not a secret he's good. Right. I thought about Sterling Shepard. That's out. That's gone now. You know, was, he's going back to the Giants. Yeah. Um. You know, I thought Robert Woods. Obviously, he's obviously off the market now. I do. I, I am intrigued by the Adam Thielen idea now that he's uh, on the market. DJ Chark is a really interesting name. Um, we'll see there. You mentioned it, Ben Powers. Ben Powers is a good player. He's a young player, younger player, uh, guard uh, from Baltimore. I think that's a guy that could fit. Maybe uh, taking a look there. You know, I think a lot of this depends on what do you do at linebacker if Tremaine Edmonds leaves. Like, do they go for a top-end guy? Do they reach out to a Bobby Wagner, an Eric, uh, Eric Hendricks, a Levante David? I don't know. I just don't see that necessarily happening considering what we just talked about with the money and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I... I am looking at some of those wide receivers, but I think the the question is, um, you know, which which guy can you get for the right price? Considering it seems like some of them are going to get overpaid. I think there's a lot. We talk about this not being a great free agent market for wide receivers. While that's great, and while that's right, because you don't have these top end guys, I do think there's quite a few guys that at least you know you you put them on your team as a number three guy as a slot guy. I think your team has improved. And Beckham, who works out for teams on Friday, if the report is true that he's getting twenty million or looking yeah, for twenty million, the on. Bills are obviously out on that. I think of Shark Tank for those reasons. I'm out, right? I mean, I think something <laughs> well, like that. I think um, it, I I would think that's the case, but isn't that maybe just the agent putting that number sure. out there to try and get top dollar? That could be it. I just can't see them paying that much. Sure, right. And if he fails to get it, the Bills yeah. are there, right at the at the workout. Sure. If he has to, you know, come back to earth and think, okay, I got to take less. You know, maybe they can get in the ball game, but uh, no, I agree. How much does the Jalen Ramsey trade affect the AFC East to you? I mean, he's a really good player, right? But I mean, I think the last couple of years, I don't think he's been the same Jalen Ramsey we were used to before that. He still makes some nice plays. He also gets beaten a lot more, I think, the last few years, including you know by the Bills. I'm not going to tell you the guy stinks. He doesn't at all. I mean, he he might be great. They they have a nice secondary they've put together, you know, so he might be really good there. And I think. Um, you know, with um, what's the uh, defensive coordinator they just signed? I'm sorry, Vic, uh, Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio, thank you. With Vic Fangio, Vic Fangio's smart. You know, I think he'll be able to do some things with him. So, affect the AFC East? I don't know. Is, does Jalen Ramsey suddenly move the odds of the Miami Dolphins winning the AFC East, or does he add another like half well, win or win onto their over under total? I'm not sure about that, but I will say on a game to game basis, there may be a game where you're like, "Yep, he made that play. Look at that. That's why they got that guy." I wouldn't rule that out. I'll just say, because I saw Joe's tweet about this, about like how, what does the Ramsey thing do. And without even answering about Ramsey, we are talking about a team that did have a lead in a playoff game against the Bills. So, yeah. like, with Skylar Thompson at quarterback, how yep. far behind the Bills is Miami? How far behind the Bills are, the, is our whatever, wow. the, the Jets? You know, like, this division, the Bills have won it fairly comfortably the last couple seasons, but they did fall behind New England two years ago. They fell behind Miami last year. I you know I, I think so. What I'm wanting to see is the Bills attack this offseason a little bit and not have this mindset like that the East is just theirs to have no matter what the other teams do. Not of course not saying that that's how they would approach it. I just hope I see that a little bit in practice. Did Did you see the tweet from Randy Mueller who was formerly with the Saints? I believe 2000 NFL Executive of the Year. He was no. a former GM. He I don't know what he meant. But he wrote, man, if I can find it here, he said something about uh, his tweet had something to do with the 
Dolphins and Jets and doing what they're doing has refocused the Bills this free agency. And I'm like, oh, what does that even mean? Like, is he yeah. like here and like suddenly? Because it goes to your heart of your point, Jeremy, which is, well, if you think, hey, you know, this is our division, then you see these things happening. You're like, you know what? We got to kind of, you know, we got to kind of uh, start loading up here. It is funny to me. You're right. They, look, I, I think a couple of things are happening here. You're right. They did have, they were down to them. And we, you know, I mean, the Dolphins were a good team. And I think if they have two all year, maybe things turn out much differently in the AFC East. Joe and I, though, we had a discussion. It was kind of funny. They, the Bills, believe it or not, won the division by more games than any team won their division last year. They won the division by four and a half games. And I think that's wild to think about. So how much has that gap closed with Jalen Ramsey and these other moves? Sure, I think those teams are better. I think if if the Packers, I'm sorry, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, you know, same thing. They have Brees Hall, obviously, hopefully coming back. I think that'd be great if that guy, just for him, could, you know, return to what he was and get on the field. And obviously, if they have the two rookies of the year, uh, Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner, and then Miami. So, I, I mean, there is a gap. There's a significant gap there. But they're making a lot of moves here, and the Dolphins are clearly on board. They're trying to go all in now and do this, and so are the Jets. What I also think is very interesting is none of this conversation includes the New England Patriots. (laughs) For (laughs) 20-plus years, Uh Dan Shaughnessy, for the better part of 20 years, would write an article in the Boston Globe almost every year. I think he at least did. I I know I read a couple of them. Basically saying, here we go again. It's the Patriots and a bunch of tomato cans. Like He would write an article like that, a column, in the Boston Globe like almost every year. Yep, it's the Patriots and nobody else because everybody else in the division stinks. I want to see the article now. Not that Dan wouldn't. He's the type of guy that would. I want to see the article now that says it's the Patriots and last looking up at every single team because it seems like that's the case now. Ooh, today might be a sneaky good day to listen to Boston sports radio, right? Aren't, aren't Maybe. They, aren't they yelling today about we're le- we've been bypassed by all three teams in the division? They should be. They should be because they are. I think yes. Yeah. All right, Sally. Up at the website, state of the Bills, uh, defensive tackle, corner, safety. A little bit more work on uh, state of the team. Yeah, and uh, we're going to wrap it up today. Today's the last day. I'm going to put out specialists today. It'll be the last one, but everything's done. If you want to check out all of my state of the Bills articles, they're all on the website. Uh, WGR550.com did defensive tackle. We just talked about that, Oliver. By the way, Tim Settle also restructured his contract slightly. Um, he they freed up you know a little less than a million dollars in salary cap space there. As far as corner, I think the couple big questions. Number one, will Tre'Davious White be able to return to form? Will they move Christian Benford to safety? And they have two RFAs, Dane Jackson, Cam Lewis. I mean, Dane Jackson's a tough one. Do you do you guarantee him two point like two and a half, two six? I think it is to stay. I mean, that's a that that's something that I think the Bills have to look at. You know where that is, and then in safety, obviously, guys. Like I, like I open up the column and saying is, it's been such a consistently great spot for them for six years, and now there are more questions than answers with Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde returning from injury, Demar Hamlin's health and you know playing career. So a lot of questions to be answered there. All right, find that at our website wgr550.com. Thank you, Sal. You got it. Talk a little tournament on the other side. Jerry Palm of CBS. Going to join us for uh, a look at the bracket. You're looking to fill yours out. We'll get you some information on that, whether it's uh, the office pool or, you know, just picking a, a futures bet. 803-0550, of course, we're tracking free agency. It is uh, legal tampering opens today. We can get lots of agreed to terms. Mike McGlinchey, one guy that uh, talked about his free agency, he's a right tackle for the 49ers, and he flat out said as soon as it opens, he expects to have a deal done because they talked mm-hmm. to everybody at the Combine. So Mike McGlinchey big tackle target on the market could agree to terms today and lots of players could do that today as well 8030550 Jeremy White Jody Biasi with you here on WGR Sell- 
celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. bit of bracket talk quickly spend five minutes with jerry palm of cbs as we gear up for the ncaa tournament two of the better days of the year people love thursday and friday of tournament week and then saturday and sunday lots of games on and jerry palm joins us on the uh western hotline jerry good morning it's jeremy and joe thanks for taking a few minutes no thanks for having me on so selection sunday comes and goes we've got our one seeds we've got uh you know the matchups, the Cinderellas. As you look, it's like a thirty thousand foot view at the at the bracket itself, as the way it all lays out. What's your what's your feel? What's uh who jumps off the page? Um, well, actually, the number one seed, Alabama, I thought got a really good draw uh, in terms of trying to get through uh, to Houston. Um, the committee uh, took care of the number one seed. Uh, just. There just doesn't seem to be uh, a lot in that bracket that's threatening to them. Arizona's the number two. I'm not confident in Arizona. Um, the number three is Baylor, who's been struggling a little bit at the end of the year. Uh, so I, I just wonder, you know, if, uh, what the what the real challenges are for Alabama. Virginia's the four. Um, it's just I think that Alabama has a really clear path uh, all the way to Houston um, in the. Uh, and then Purdue, the fourth number one, really didn't get much help at all. Uh, they get a possibly Memphis, uh, very athletic team, which might cause them some problems in the just the second game. Uh, then um, their their four seed is Tennessee, but I think it more likely would be Duke, a team they've already beaten this year, Purdue has, uh, that's much better now than when they played in December. Uh, and then they could see Mar- Marquette, uh, a team, another team they already beat this year, the Big East champion that's had a tremendous season. 
in the in the elite eight if they get that far. So yeah, Purdue's draw is not really uh, uh, great for Purdue in terms of trying to get through to the final four, but we'll see. Jerry Palm on the Western Hotline. The one seeds, you know, it's it's never all that sexy to just fill out your bracket and put in four one seeds. Of course, you know, you say you like Alabama's draw. The other two, Houston and Kansas, I'd read a little bit that uh, there's a feeling that Kansas didn't exactly get preferential treatment either. No, well, they should have been the overall number one seed. Um, but, you know, the committee has liked Alabama all year. I mean, they at least the, when they've talked about them, uh, they, three weeks ago when they did the bracket reveal, they had Alabama number one then. And uh, we all thought it, well, at that point it could have been Purdue or Kansas, either one. Uh, but, um, yeah, the Kansas, <laughs> no, not, not really too many favors there. They have a pretty strong region, too, with Gonzaga and UCLA and Connecticut uh, as their, uh, their other top four seeds. And Connecticut probably could have been higher. Uh, UCLA is injured. Uh, they lost Jalen Clark. Uh, one of their best players. So I don't know how, what their long-term prospects are because Dag is really good. So, uh, yeah, Kansas didn't really get too many favors either. Is there any team that you're looking at and seeing a lower seed maybe I would have thought, some Cinderella potential anywhere in the bracket? Um, well, I kind of like Drake. Um, and they got a draw that, you know, may be able to uh, – they may be able to advance a little bit. Uh, Drake, champion of the Missouri Valley, has a guy by the name of Tucker DeBreeze who is the – uh, son of the coach, um, they get uh, Miami, who's got a key player out, and then Indiana, who's been hit and miss. Um, so, you know, Drake might have a good chance at a run. Oral Roberts is a team I like. They have to play Duke first, though. That may not be a great matchup. But Oral Roberts was in the Sweet 16 two years ago um, and have some of those guys back. So that's a team that already knows that it can win. Um, so, you know, those two uh, stand out as um, – as potential oh and, and Virginia Commonwealth VCU uh, is a team that's a, a 12 that's underseeded uh, in part because they uh, did some damage to their resume while they had some injured players early in the year and uh, uh, really came on strong late in conference play 12-5 matchups you know I think you hey, look Jerry that's always one that mm-hmm. people look at do you have any further down like upset alert on a th- a uh, fourteen, Ooh. a fifteen. I mean, of course, sixteens. Uh, it's it's uh, once yeah. in a generation. But who's the 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 biggest number that you think might have the best puncher's chance? Wow, um, gosh, probably maybe a thirteen. I, I just it's hard to get excited about any of the any of the fourteens. Um, but Kent State's a thirteen, the MAC champion. They get Indiana. Uh, in the first round, uh, that's a team that might have been able to have been seated higher, uh, but not higher than 12, so not too far off. But you know, they, that, that's a team that had a really good year and you know, will play really solid basketball, and Indiana's going to have to be on guard. I just don't know if they can handle Trace Jackson Davis. All right, Jerry Palm, CBS Sports for the tournament. We're about to play this game. Do you think do you know all the nicknames for every single team in the tournament? <laughs> Do I? Yes. I, I bet I know a lot of them. <laughs> would you do Grand Canyon? Like you would know Grand Canyons? Ooh, Grand Canyon is uh, no. Of course, you pick one. I, pick one. <laughs> I had to make it top of my head. Yeah. And the a... funny thing is, I see a lot of uh, a lot of the nicknames, but that. Gosh, yep. Um, 
It's a tough if one. If you don't know, that's fine. Okay. I think we're probably going to have to guess it in the next segment yeah, anyway. We, so. we, we don't either, and we purposely yeah. didn't look it up so we could play a game ourselves. So yeah, okay. we'll have some fun with it. That is that I probably shouldn't tell you even if I did know. <laughs> thanks. I, I have a guess. I'm not going. I'm not going to give it to you though. All Very right. good. Thanks, Jerry. All right. Thanks, Jerry Palm, CBS uh, Sports on the bracket, which is out and uh, office pool. Office pools are they down? Like post. The COVID years would have had. They're all what, sending around a, a sheet you well mail back in. I mean, aren't, aren't you doing them by email now anyway? Yeah, that's probably right. That's but you're right. right. There's no there's no big sign up sheet on the fridge in the uh, in the bistro anymore. No, probably not. They're probably down a little bit. Grand Canyon. My guesses are. Should they just be the canyons? No, the Grand Canyon canyons. The Grand Canyons. The Grand, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> see. What? What is? What, I, what are those? Uh, are they just? Are they just donkeys that you take down into the canyon, like on those uh, mules? Yeah, mules. The mules. You ever been to the Grand Canyon? I have been there once. I've been twice. But it was on a. I I, I don't know if I want to do it again. I I would if I did I would do other things because we went during COVID, which means a lot of stuff was, not not even shut down, but like the tours and whatnot, We're like closed. to go down into it. So basically, we went there and looked at it. Which that's, I mean, that's most of it. It was most of it, but <laughs> have, haven't you like, haven't you brought this up before? Like, it's one. It was one of those things where I felt, I felt like after five minutes, it was okay. Now what? Like, this is amazing. Five minutes, ten minutes later, now what? I feel like I was uh, not underwhelmed by the by the the sight, maybe by the experience though. Well, it's pretty big. So oh, like, it's huge. So, so to, yeah, it's grand. To stand in <laughs> one spot and understand all of it is kind of tough to do. Sure. That might be where helicopter tours or whatever. I've rafted in it. That's cool. On the yeah. river. Like, the, that's something I would, if, if I ever went back, that would be something I want to do. Yeah. Go down into it. The Grand Canyon. Overnight hike, maybe. Sidewinders. Sidewinders. The Grand Canyon. What is a sidewinder? Dust devils. Oh, we're, we're, we're winding. I'm, okay, I'm, yes. I'm guessing. The Grand Switchbacks. The Rattlesnakes. The Grand Canyon. I think it's just mules. It's or is pr- that too easy? It's probably something like the sightseers, bulldogs, wildcats. They would not go with that. Generic. Everybody does that eventually. Your Grand Canyon, though, you can't go for the generic with the tigers or the tigers. I mean, you got if you're Grand Canyon, you got to have something that nobody else has. Evan, have you looked these up? Evan's putting this game. The, what is Grand Canyon? Do we know yet? If you're Topeka, then yeah, you go Wildcats. But you're the Grand Canyon. Come on. I like Sidewinders. Sidewinders. It's my best guess. So if you were in charge of their of their school, that would be your nickname of choice. Sure, they should switch to that. Grand Canyon University. Okay. I looked it up. They are the antelopes. The antelopes. Wait a minute. Are there antelopes at the Grand Canyon? No, right? Yes, probably. Yes. When I think antelopes, I think the the African safari being chased down by a lion or a hyena. Right. Are they 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 have to be, right? There has to be an antelope in the Grand yes, Canyon. Yes, there are there are antelopes in Arizona. Okay. Yes. All right. Fine. Acceptable. <laughs> All right. 803-0550. We'll keep watching. We'll get some um, juicy rumors in football for you coming up next hour as well. Some uh, names the Bills are being tied to. Jamal Williams on the short yes. list of 
Tyler Dunn reporting interest from the Bills in Jamal Williams, and uh, you know he might go back to Detroit. There's mutual interest there, which means, I mean, Jamal Williams would give the Bills the big power short yardage back that they thought they had in Zach Moss. Yep, and with with a greater ability pass protection for pass protection and pass catching. Like when he was in Green Bay, he kind of was their pass catching running back. Yeah. Okay, so Jamal Williams, he's on the list of yep. potential names. And also, I know the Bills took Bijan Robinson out to dinner after the combine or whatever. That happened. There's no chance. I got I to gotta talk to Steve Tasker. No chance? Yes. I got to talk to Tasker. The last couple of years, Steve Tasker has been emphatic that the Bills are not going to draft a running back. Going so far one of those years is saying he would bet a mortgage payment. They're not <laughs> taking a running back in the first round. And I haven't heard him say that this year. I got to find out if he's getting on board with that same bet. They're not taking a running back. I'm ready to. I'm ready to to bang the table. There's they're they are not taking a running back with the first round pick. Well, we have bet on it with uh, with Mike Shope, four to one odds. Yeah, that, that they won't do it. That might have been a mistake on four to one. But hey, that we, they will that they won't draft Bijan Robinson specifically. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. 803-0550, Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe on WGR. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G. E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. It's time for college basketball. It's time for college basketball. Web points are scored. Two or three. It's time for college basketball on TV right now. It's time for college basketball. It's bracket time. Did you pick an upset? If you did, then oh boy, time for the game. Not a lot of people know those are the lyrics. What? Those did are the I words. just listen to? Yeah. It's time for college basketball. <laughs> you thought it was a uh, fancy little ditty? I didn't know, too, if I was about to get a parody or if I was about to get... The like, real uh, the real words like you just did? Well, you know how like the Masters theme song has words? Yeah. I learned that last year. <laughs> well, now you learned that uh, wow. it's, it's time for college basketball. All right. Evan has put together a list of what what how many how many hard ones are there on the bracket? Grand um, Canyon is the antelopes. We found out the Grand Canyon antelopes. 
I found, I grabbed eight. Okay. I figured eight. that there were some, I looked for stuff that you know and stuff that you Just might not know. Confidence builders, I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. All right, we're going we're gonna to start off easy with Baylor. Bears. Bears. Baylor Bears, correct. Yep. Bear down. I say bear down, right? All right. That uh, makes sense. Yep. Creighton. Creighton is the Blue Jays. Yes. It's the Blue yes. Jays, yes. This one, I feel like not a lot of people know about this, but I'm going to throw this out. Purdue. Boilermakers. Yes, and the Boilermakers. Boy, maybe I didn't do a good job. <laughs> that's four? I like, I like the confidence builders. Yes. That's three. <laughs> that's three? Okay. Yes, that's three. Uh, let's now go to, I'm going to start tripping you up with uh, Xavier. I know it. Do you? Um, it's a good one. Are they the Commodores? No, no not Commodores. Uh, You're close, kind of. The oh, it starts with a C. No, no. Then I'm not close. Musketeers. Musketeers. Okay, I was going for a musketeer in my mind. Hey, what was I trying to make them though? Like a, a, a some, It was never mind. Go ahead. Xavier. You were picturing a person that is a musketeer I, and thought that looked like a Commodore. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Somehow. All right, maybe I picked too many easy ones. This is the last one. Marquette. They chain Marquette Golden Eagles. Golden, Golden Eagles. Marquette Golden Eagles. Do you know Howard is in the tournament? Yeah, and they are the Buffaloes, oh, correct? Close. Because don't they use the Bills logo? It's the Howard Bison. The Bison. We can throw a couple more in here. How about? Do you know who what Oral Roberts' nickname is? Oral Roberts is. <laughs> you know, if you don't get it right, you might, you might as well just go really wrong. Uh, Raging Cajuns. <laughs> no, the Golden Eagles. Okay, is Oral there's Roberts. literally so many Golden Eagles on Two there. Two Golden Eagles. Yeah, are right. they the most common? Yes, I feel like they were the most common. All right, uh, let's see. I got Colgate. Red Raiders. They're not the toothpaste? <laughs> the Colgate toothpaste? Red Raiders. Do you, do you know they're that the, one? They're the Raiders, oh, yeah. they're not do, the Red what, Raiders. Do I know about the existence of Colgate toothpaste? I, no, no, red, that they are the Red Raiders. Oh, I'm, I pre- I'm pretty sure they're the Red Raiders. Raiders. Is that right? They're the Raiders, not the okay. Red Raiders. Close enough. Mm. I feel like they used to be the Red Raiders. All right. Charleston. Aren't they the Chanticleers? Or is it somebody else? Ooh, somebody's the Chanticleers. Who's the Chanticleers? Is that like Coastal Carolina, maybe? That sounds right. Okay. So Charleston, so Charleston is the... What is Charleston? Wildcats. You're close. Bobcats. Further no. away. Um, the, the Cougars. See, there it is. Cougars. Cougars. Montana State. Grizzlies. No, is Montana the Grizzlies? And Montana State is the... Every once in a while... The Black Bears. Every, it's good to throw out this once in a while. Aggies. No. Aggies. <laughs> There's a couple Aggies out there. Like There's more New, than one? Oh, yeah. Like the, I think New Mexico State is the Aggies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just throw... You know. Sure. You literally just said this. Bobcats. Bobcats. There it is. Bobcats. Montana State Bobcats. You get creative. These schools. How many Bobcats are there? Everybody's the same. 
I have to throw one in before we run out of time here, because this one I found out about over the weekend, and I still can't find what it is. Do you know what Furman is? Ooh, yes. Um, oh. You mean you, you, you've you looked up the term to find out what it is? Or? Yes. I'm so, still not sure. Okay. Oh, man. Furman, who I believe are, uh, what are they, a 12 seed? They're a 13 seed playing Virginia. By the way, that... Cavaliers was the word I was looking for earlier. Oh, okay. I thought Xavier was. But anyways, what, Furman. What is Furman? The what? Furman are the Paladins. Oh, yes. I knew that. I had heard about them. What is a Paladin? It's like a wizard. Why not just be the Wizards? <laughs> because Paladin's cooler. The Le- Furman Wizards. Legal tampering in the NFL opens today. We'll get a real good meaty football segment in. we got some names out there. We should talk about Adam Thielen. That happened on Friday. Yep. Let's talk about the Adam Thielen idea, the Beckham idea, and what the Bills are going to do in the uh, Matt Milano extension as well. And I want to talk about this Ramsey trade, this Jalen Ramsey trade for the Dolphins, and just how big the gap in the AFC East really is right now. 803-0550, Happy Monday. Happy tournament week. If you're you know, someone that loves to take off Thursday, Friday for the tournament, well, you're up this week with uh, tons of games. Love it. Starts at what, like noon and goes till midnight yep. on Thursday and Friday. Love that. One, two of the best days of the year. Jeremy White and uh, Sneaky Joe here on WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.